The following is adapted from the Big Book of Malaysian Horror Stories. Follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts, if the spirits compel you. Please check out our supporters, NordVPN, Kapas Living, and Haunt You for some horrifically excellent deals. Link in the description. Yeah, we were just talking about it yesterday, remember? Oh yeah, you weren't there. So, it turns out, Siti's husband has been seeing this Indonesian girl for several months now. <gasps> it's so typical lah nowadays, huh? Sundal macam tu will always look for rich datuk like that. Bloody gold diggers. Poor Siti. I can't imagine how she feels lah knowing her husband is choosing an Indonesian girl. <sighs> Apparently, having a seat in business class does not spare you from extremely chatty, xenophobic neighbours. God, I wish I had a pair of earplugs. But I would probably still be able to hear these two presumable datins giggling away in their seats behind mine, happily gossiping. I summoned the flight attendant and requested some warm tea. Do you want anything else? Perhaps a little peace and quiet. <laughs> I'll be back with your tea, miss. I could feel the two Dathin's eyes burn through my seats, glaring at me. I smirked softly and tightened the scarf around my neck ever so slowly. Flying to China wasn't really what I was looking forward to, but business called for it. At the same time, leaving KL was probably what I needed. Recent happenings back home did nothing but conjure up dark memories. Deep breath in, slow breath out. I tightened my scarf further as I throttled my own neck. Tighter and tighter until eventually I couldn't hear either of the women's voices. Ever since I was a little girl, I knew I was different. I was a chubby kid, constantly teased in primary school. It wasn't as bad as it sounded. However, the day Kelly crumpled a piece of chewing gum in my hair, something inside me snapped. I cried as I cut my damaged hair in the school's toilet. Soon, my self-pity was replaced by anger, which was soon followed by rage. I started tugging my hair violently until several strands came out, simultaneously wishing ill on that nasty little bitch. Kids can be cruel, but most kids back then did not know how cruel I could truly be. Back then, even I didn't know how cruel I could truly be. Miss, here's your chamomile. It's strange, but the ladies behind you seem to have lost their voices. We both exchanged naughty silent smiles. At their seats, the two ladies were rubbing their necks as though trying to soothe sore throats. They worriedly tried to engage in wordless conversation. Kelly didn't come to school the next day. She had met with an unfortunate incident yesterday. 
a drug addict had tried to steal her necklace. I didn't know who the bigger fool was, the addict who thought the necklace was real gold, or the girl who proudly displayed jewellery at school. Either way, the necklace got tangled in her locks of luscious hair. The thief had tugged at it until it eventually broke free. The necklace was gone, along with a good handful of Kelly's tangled hair, literally torn from her scalp. Strange as it was, I wasn't shocked upon hearing the news. I wondered if I unconsciously did that to her. Did I have supernatural powers? But I didn't care. After what she did to me, I was laughing on the inside. The plane jerked suddenly as I was almost jolted out of my seat. Turbulence. The passenger next to me was still knocked out. He had been like that since takeoff. He gets nervous every time he flies, so he told me beforehand that he would be popping some sleeping pills. His bottle of pills had dropped out of his pocket. I unlocked my seatbelt, got up and swiftly picked it up. I went back and slumped into my seat, the bottle firmly in my hand. The chamomile tea didn't help as expected, but perhaps these would. I popped a handful of pills down my throat. Fuck this and fuck you, Dawood. The incident with Kelly was the first time I realised I had something special within me, an unholy will to make things happen. However, this gift has a way of coming back at me. By the age of 25, my hair was already thinning. My family never had this problem, so I instinctively knew that it had something to do with what I did to Kelly. But, meh, nothing a simple weave or extensions couldn't help. Later, I started working as a pharmaceutical sales representative for a multinational company. I was able to clinch several major sales away from the leading sales executives. A vigorous rubbing of my eye plus a little ill intention resulted in the said executive getting a sudden eye infection and having to excuse himself from major dealings. And sure enough, there I was, rather conveniently, to swoop in. It didn't matter I had to eventually get corrective eye surgery. It was a small price to pay. The only drawback was I could never tell when the unholy retribution would smack me right back in the face. I could somewhat control when I wanted the unfortunate incidents to befall my victims. Normally, it'd be instantaneously. But I can never tell when or how bad the change would hit me. It could be several days, weeks, months or years. The waiting game was definitely not fun. Hello, dear listeners. Scared of getting hacked or losing out on incredible deals? Protect and treat yourself by checking out NordVPN. A VPN saves you money. For example, it allows you to purchase flights from different virtual locations to find cheaper flights. Also, NordVPN can save you money by purchasing subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price, like purchasing Netflix whilst being connected to NordVPN's US servers. All for the price of a cup of coffee every month, NordVPN protects your data whilst traveling and using public Wi-Fi wherever you are in the world for up to six devices. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com zag. 
to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus four additional months for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Click the link in the description. It turned out the sleeping pills were only good at putting me out for a mere 15 minutes. I let out a disappointed sigh. What a waste. But at least the cabin was quiet now. I tried sleeping again. My mind, however, kept drifting back to the past. I met Dawood three years ago. The love of my life. Only five years younger than me. A promising sales rep like I was when I first started. At the time, I was recently appointed as the new assistant regional head of sales. Our attraction led to a torrid love affair. We were working in the same company and he was my subordinate. That had people talking. It didn't bother me in the slightest. My work commitment, however, soon had me travelling a lot throughout the Asia-Pacific region. Sometimes I'd be gone for days, sometimes weeks. One would think that would put a strain on my relationship with Dawood, but it didn't. He was constantly loving and charming. I didn't even have to use my so-called powers to keep him in check. I almost forgot I even had powers. Life was good. For a while. The plane shook rather violently. Turbulence again? There were no announcements from the cabin crew. I noticed there weren't any reactions from the other passengers. I looked around. Everyone seemed to be in deep, full slumber. I buzzed for the attendant. My heart started to race as I felt the plane dangerously swerve in different directions. The haunting silence in the cabin grew even louder. Something was definitely amiss. My life began to flash before my eyes. My marriage with Dawood felt like a fairy tale. But deep inside, I knew things were just too good to be true. My suspicions were confirmed by a private eye I hired. He discovered Dawood was cheating on me every time I was out of KL. And in our matrimonial bed too. That ungrateful swine. It broke my heart. I tried to forgive him, but it was too painful. My marriage was a sham. Last Sunday, when Doubt went to his clubhouse, I lay in my bathtub, a glass of red in hand, after I ran out of tears, I popped some pills that would leave me unconscious in the tub. Life was meaningless. I wanted it to end. Death was supposed to embrace me, but it had other plans. I woke up several hours later only to see several missed calls on my mobile from an unknown number. A few minutes later, it rang again. A police officer told me of Dowd's unexpected passing. He had lost consciousness while swimming. All attempts to resuscitate him had failed. I wasn't surprised. I guess I just forgot I still had that power to destroy others. I had forgotten about the curse. So here I am. Deep down, I know we're not going to make it to Beijing tomorrow morning. 
I realize my pills must have rendered everyone in the plane unconscious. The passengers, the cabin crew, the pilots. Everyone except me. The plane starts to plummet at an alarming speed. Oxygen masks drop like sad, sagging yo-yos from the overhead compartments. I'm the only one fully aware of the doomed fate that approaches. Everyone else, dare I say, looks so peaceful in their sleep. I peer out the window one last time. Thick black smoke is bellowing from what could possibly be one of the engines. Yet, I'm strangely calm. I manage to utter, So, this is how it's going to end. Before visions of my lovely Dawood appear. He welcomes me to the dark, watery grave below. This podcast series continues to be an entirely independent project. To keep making it possible, follow and subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Again, please check out our supporters, NordVPN, Kapas Living, and Hauntu for some horrifically awesome promos. More details in the description. Thank you from all of us at Zag. Until next time. <laughs>